Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. What is known as the triple threat or the triple-demic is sweeping through hospitals across the country, and Michiana is not immune. We're talking about COVID, the flu, and RSV infecting people of all ages. I talked with doctors from Goshen Hospital and St. Joseph Health System. Flu season has just started, and they're already seeing season large numbers of triple-demic patients. They believe numbers are only going to climb from here. This winter is being called the triple-demic with COVID, influenza, and RSV already spreading earlier and hitting harder than previous seasons. It appears that RSV may be plateauing a bit, but still seeing significant increases in influenza, and we've seen a bit of a bump in COVID recently as well. We've been seeing some uh, more influenza here, but I would say we are not really at the point where we expect to be eventually. I mean, we're anticipating that it's still going to get worse rather than we're being at the peak or uh, being on the downhill side of the peak. Nationwide, there have been at least 78,000 flu hospitalizations, according to the CDC. And over the last seven days, there's an average of 25 hospitalizations per 100,000 people infected with RSV and more than 4,000 COVID hospitalizations. This is really um, something that we haven't seen in the past couple of years because of our masking and because of our social distancing and other other policies that we've had and other practices that we've had that are, are somewhat going by the wayside, I think, as, as we've opened things back up. Pharmacies across the nations are also being hit hard as well. With more cases of illnesses, this means a greater need for common flu or cold-like medicines. It's a hit or miss. I'm not going to say... Uh, this pharmacy can stock it better than this pharmacy or we are better than anybody else because the shortage is running uh, nationwide. Cotty says if you're looking for certain medicines, check online or call ahead. You can also keep yourself safe by practicing good hygiene and getting your shots. The CDC says this year's flu shot is a very good match for strains circulating across the U.S. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. The Indiana Attorney General's office says more than $500 million in opioid settlement money is now being distributed to county and local governments. It's Indiana's part of a multi-state settlement of $26 billion against major drug companies. It's still very early in this process, so plans aren't in place for how exactly they're going to use the money. But I spoke with Elkhart and St. Joseph County officials about having these extra dollars to fight this nationwide crisis. The addictions cross all the way across the the socioeconomic spectrum, and it is, it, it's a crisis. Opioid abuse has hit the nation hard, and now states are getting the money to fight it. In Indiana, the $507 million have been broken up by counties and cities. In our viewing area, St. Joseph County received the most with more than $3 million, while Pulaski received the least at roughly 437000 Part of those funds have to be specifically used for opioid abuse treatment and prevention, and the other parts are unrestricted. That total will be distributed in smaller amounts through 2038. So I think the potential here 
is there's a multi-year period where you potentially could affect real change when we look at preventing substance misuse. There aren't plans in place yet for how the money will be used, but local leaders agree it's an opportunity to get ahead of some of the substance abuse problems happening here in Michiana. If they're still alive and there's still a chance to, to save an eternal soul and to make sure that we try to help them on the right path, I'm all in favor of that. And, you know, in, in this case, we're not using taxpayer money. We're actually using money from from the drug manufacturers. Now we have the opportunity, I think, to supply some funding um, to really ensure those best practices can can begin to take place, and we have time to see the change. WSBT 22's Erica Finke reports this year's payments to counties and cities are now in the hands of local governments. The first steps were taken this week to remove Green Township from the South Bend Community School Corporation. South Bend board members voted Monday night to pass the de-annexation. This change has been talked about for nearly 40 years by community members, board members, and lawmakers. The township would join the John Glenn School District, but John Glenn board members need to approve it as well as the Department of Justice. South Bend Community School Corporation is planning to part with Green Township in a narrow 4-3 to three vote. We wanted to make sure that our families were not impacted and nothing will change for the students that uh, currently attend South Bend schools. They will continue to be enrolled. We will continue to work uh, with John Glenn and also work with the county and our legislators to make sure that this is a seamless process. This decision impacting voters, taxpayers, and 72 students. Fowler says the students will not be removed from South Bend unless a parent requests it. One of the biggest issues was finding a compromise regarding property tax obligations. It uh, protects the interest of the taxpayers in our district to ensure that um, the referendum stays on track. Um, so Green Township will continue to pay that um, until 2028. If all parties approve, the district change would take effect in January of 2024. In previous years, state lawmakers tried to pass disannexation without board members' input. With new state legislation gaining momentum, several board members felt the school corporation needed to take its own action. I'm saddened by the fact that we're being bullied by state legislators, so we're elected body being bullied by another elected body to do what they want to do and not what this community wants to do. Fowler says by Green Township leaving South Bend, the school corporation will lose $1.3 million a year in operational funding. She says this could create potential of budget cuts in the future. Outside legal counsel for South Bend Corporation says anytime the school district makes a change that affects student assignments, the Department of Justice has to review and approve the decision. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. Tuesday, two board members said they felt bullied by state lawmakers to make this decision. It's been a conversation for a long time, and whether that was through legislation or through board vote, but I wanted to ask these board members why they felt bullied with this decision. According to Miriam Webster, the dictionary definition of bullying is abuse and mistreatment of someone vulnerable by someone stronger and more powerful. That's what South Bend School Board members Stephanie Ball and Leslie Wesley allege was happening over the Green Township vote at Monday's meeting. I was bullied as a district representative for Green Township. Name called, insulted, threatened, text messages, emails, phone calls. I'm saddened by the fact that we're being bullied by state legislators, so we're elected body being bullied by another elected body 
to do what they want to do and not what this community wants to do. I reached out to both women after they made those claims and if they had any evidence they or the board was being bullied. Ball responded to me defending what she said at the meeting and although she says she doesn't have any proof, she says she felt coerced into the decision. Our administration is being told that they need to make certain actions happen or else legislation will be drafted to mandate what they want to have happen. That's being bullied. Board President John Anella said over text he didn't feel bullied, but mentioned the board felt pressure to approve the resolution. Quote, Green Township has been seeking the separation for many years, facing a forced and disorderly separation through the legislature. The board chose an orderly, negotiated path toward the dissolution of our union. WSBT 22's Erica Finke. Tuesday evening, the John Glenn School Board voted unanimously to add Green Township to its district. This is the second year for pre-K in South Bend's Empowerment Zone schools. Research shows that kids who attend pre-K perform better in early elementary school grades. School leaders say the help can last longer than that. The pre-K being offered at the Empowerment Zone's four elementary schools is free for families. The school provides transportation, breakfast, lunch, and snack. School leaders say it's an investment. Parents can be assured their children are getting high-quality pre-K and students are getting a good foundation to early learning. Four-year-old Dejana Jones is too young to start kindergarten. She needed to go to school. That's why her mom, Kayla Williams, was looking for a high-quality preschool where Dejana could learn and grow. So her birthday is in December, like December 21st. So her birthday is past the cutoff day. So since she couldn't go to kindergarten, she had to be in somebody's classroom. You're going to be the doctor? She chose the pre-K program at Warren Elementary. Dejana and the other kids in pre-K here spend all day playing and learning. Mary Johnson is the lead teacher teaching evidence-based preschool curriculum. So we use the HighScope curriculum and it's child-centered and the teacher is the facilitator. So we have eight content areas that we're trying to incorporate into the learning that they are interested in. Mind the right side. These kids are making pretend food with Play-Doh. This is their world and this is how they're, you know, controlling their environment. And these children are playing school. Sometimes they like to play teacher, so they're like instructing the class and drawing their own um, schedule for the day and their own messages for one another. Teachers say what looks like play is actually learning. They have a lot of power in their learning here and um, we do a portion of the day called plan, do, review. So they come up with a plan of what they're going to do with that work time, that choice time, and then they recall afterwards, did they accomplish what they wanted to do? And it really helps them with plan, um, time management in the future. The idea is what these kids are doing here will help build a foundation for all the important learning that comes next. You have to have a firm foundation in order to build a solid building. And so every year is foundational to the following year, um, which is why each preceding year is important. The Empowerment Zone was created as a way to improve student achievement. Like many public schools in the country, declining enrollment is also an issue. The hope here is starting kids early will help both students and the school community. It is an investment, but that's just all things in education. It's an investment. Uh, more than anything else, it's a long-term investment in the future uh, generation. In just the past couple months. She's starting to read a lot. Um, patterns, colors. Williams has been able to see growth, but most importantly, her child is happy. Love you too. See you later. The Empowerment Zone has seen increased enrollment this year. 
and school leaders say they're trying to spread the word about the pre-K program. Right now, Warren's pre-K is the only full-day pre-K in the zone. The hope is the other three schools will also begin full-day as well. WSBT 22's Kristen Bean reporting. The St. Joseph County Boys and Girls Club is teaming up with Success Academy. Their goal, to give elementary students a chance to get real-world experience at a young age. The Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County has always been about helping children's futures. Now, a new collaboration with Success Academy aims to keep that going. Imagine a world where instead of your child going to school for five days a week, the fifth day is instead spent in the community, gaining real-world experience. This is what will be happening in the upcoming school year, thanks to a partnership between Success Academy and the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joseph County. Club CEO Jacqueline Cronk knows this program is unique, and that's part of the reason she's got confidence that it will be a success. I think it's on us as adults to create environments for children to thrive. And that means adjusting and, and getting innovative and trying new things. This is going to be a pilot program. We're going to take some risks and we're going to take some, uh, some bold actions because we think our kids deserve that. No exploratory program is without growing pains. Kronk says this collaboration will require participation from everyone involved. This co-teaching model of certified teachers with our staff, our youth development professionals working together, that's going to take a lot of communication and collaboration. But I think allowing our kids the opportunities to be out in the community engaged in experiential learning will really help bridge that gap. The school will teach 150 kids with enrollment becoming available January 9th. Funding for this project comes from the Indiana Department of Education's Explore, Engage, Experience grant. I think having uh, the flexibility and the partnerships and the support in the community uh, to do school differently, uh, to think um, you know, in innovative ways and to get students into the community, providing students the ability to get out into the community is really, really exciting to me. We're going to be looking at competencies, not just your standard skills, your foundational reading and writing and uh, you know, math uh, skills. We're going to be looking at overarching competencies communication, collaboration, critical thinking, problem solving, creativity. The collaboration is moving quickly. They say the new school will be ready to go for the upcoming school year. WSBT 22's Leo Golden reporting. The EPA is stepping in to help the city of South Bend clean up an asbestos-ridden brewery. The previous owner of Drury's Brewery, Steve Durkee, is being blamed for creating the hazard by not properly removing materials containing the carcinogen before starting demolition. The EPA has already gone in to inspect the damage. Findings show that it's not likely to get into the air, but harm people who trespass. The Drury's cleanup isn't your typical rubble removal process. Below the surface, there is at least 14,000 tons of asbestos-contaminated debris. We have to treat all of that material as asbestos-containing material. It doesn't mean that all the material is asbestos. It means that it's intermingled with that demolition debris. A new fence will be installed to fully secure the property. In recent months, neighbors have complained of dumping. There were some holes in fencing around the perimeter of the site that we sealed. And then we've made sure that all the buildings are, are fully sealed. WSBT 22's Paige Barnes reporting. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 